Yeah, like, I don't even want to call it a category. Like, because I can relate it to the fact that I'm biracial. Like, I I hate when I get asked like, what what are you? What is your ethnicity? Because it's like I'm not one or the other. I'm like a mix. As of I like two. asked that at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We are in 419, not exactly 420 yet, but we are getting there, and I hope I mean, you guys... I mean... <laughs> 420 Eve. <laughs> there you go, 420 Eve. Yeah, and see us lying people be celebrating Eve everything. Everything. Mm. Everything yeah. has an Eve. Yeah. Even Christmas Eve. <laughs> so I really hope you guys are having a great week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So before we get started, we have one shout out. We have this amazing GoFundMe page that we are trying to raise funds for. So if Carla can please explain more. About yes. Uh, well, first of all, we have already reached the funds. Yes. Yes. Which I am like a hundred percent like grateful. It, I had my doubts from the very beginning, but you know, humanity. Brought hope back into my heart. <laughs> you were so pessimistic about this. I really investment. was. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to. I'll get like two hundred dollars, maybe. <laughs> um. So I'm mind blown. Honestly, I'm like, wow, like really blessed. And um, we reached our goal. We've even gone a little bit above our goal, mm -hmm. which I'm still very grateful. And I think donations are still coming in currently, mm -hmm. which I. I want to like let everybody know that that's still gonna go towards you know yeah, any future paperwork easy. that the lawyer asks, whether it's passport pictures, um, immigration courts like visits that he has to make, and so thankfully um, we are on this week. I'm gonna be submitting that payment and see what the lawyer says within the next few weeks, and yeah, we'll keep everybody updated. But if you guys still want to make donations, please, um, you know, don't bother like. Do bother? No, what is it? <laughs> um, please, no, keep forget it. it. Forget <laughs> it. Just forget it. Don't bother. No, um, please. Continue making donations. Thank you. God, why couldn't I think of my words? Continue making donations. Um, I know a lot of you uh, couldn't, which is totally fine. I still appreciate the good vibes, the positive energy, and the sharing, and mm. um. Even, it's for your dad, right? Yeah, your yeah. So it's for my dad's immigration status, and yeah, for those that want to know the the deeper sto story about it, it's usually on one of our our first episodes, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I think Even the right? small description will give you like the general idea of what it is. But if you want to learn more about the story, definitely check out our earlier episodes. We do talk about it for a good amount yeah. of time. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm just in the clouds, just so happy about everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, let's get on with our guests. Yeah. We have really awesome guests today. Uh, these are our friends with Carla <laughs> that I, we've gotten to meet over time. <laughs> I mean, I understand you guys used to, you used to work with one of them. Yeah. No. And then it's just transitioned from there. And yeah. we know them as the Natalies. 
the Natalie's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not gonna both of us are Natalie. Yes. That's the <laughs> um I'm not gonna lie, the first time I met you, Natalie, I was hella intimidated and I was scared. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, everybody says that. Everybody says that. <laughs> it's Why is that though? And then everyone learns that I'm a huge winger. And I'm extremely passive aggressive. That's all. You are passive. <laughs> and I have some major RB. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, same. Same. That's how I keep the wrinkles in it. I used mm. to work with Natalie. No way! So after we met, we, at the time that we met, we had both worked at Pete's for like eight years, Pete's Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then we met, and then after a couple months, I needed a coffee job. And so I started working. I think I only lasted two weeks <laughs> at Pete's. Oh. And then uh, I remember one day I was working, and this bitch comes in. <laughs> this bitch. <and> she, <laughs> like, throws open the milk fridge and, like, just starts ripping all the belts out and like, who put this in here? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, <laughs> did I do something wrong? First of all, FIFO is very important. Yeah, I very strongly agree. <laughs> For those of you not in the know, FIFO is first in, first out. Gotta rotate those milks, y'all. Yeah, man. <laughs> Seriously. That's funny. So you you pretty much were the reason she quit. Probably. So, she told me that day that she never wanted to work with me. I was like, you know what? I never want to work with you again. And I and I respect you and I get it, but like, girl, you are like an old crotchety barista that like nobody can mess with your area and I'm not here for it right now. I worked with some sloppy kids, all right? She did, it's true. You know, you can't get away from those people though. Which sucks. You can't. You honestly can't. I've worked in way too many shops, and I've realized that they just don't care. Yeah, it's it's almost, like, impossible, you know? It is, yeah. One day when you own your own La Marzocco, you'll realize you're freaking clean it every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Those things aren't cheap, man. I don't know. That's my my goal, my irresponsible goal, is I want one of those freaking... Little, what are they called? Linnaeus, the little baby Lomar's Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, it's five grand, but I want it. Dude, I think, yeah, they're, I think they would be perfect with the aesthetic of your apartment and everything. (laughs) I feel like after all the years, all the years I've put into coffee, I deserve the the espresso machine that I want for myself. Let's do, (laughs) let's do a GoFundMe, dude, right now. (laughs) It's gonna be the only thing on our wedding registry. The Natalie's. Oh! Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. Six feet. Yeah. Six feet. From six feet away. Six feet away. No, make it on your balcony and then, like, roll it down. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Our friends, uh, my, one of my high school friends, 
uh, she lives with a guy that works at the Fourth Horseman, and he... Nope. Four Barrel. Four Barrel, sorry. Four barrel. That's a pizza place. Right? I'm like, is it the Horseman? Oh, yeah, a, it's, delicious. it's a beer place, isn't it? The yes, Pizza and beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. It okay. is not. He didn't work there. This is in Oakland. He works for Four Barrel. Four barrel. And uh, he set up a little, his little espresso machine outside their house and made coffee for their neighbors. Wow. Like, oh, dang. Yeah. And like, they're, so it's her friend Katie and her daughter who's 10. 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the 10 year old was like learning how to make coffee. Making hot chocolate. So cute. Oh, favorite. that's cute. That's cute. Well, that's awesome. Well, give us an introduction of who you guys are. And. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter who starts. Uh, I'm Natalie Bojorquez. Um, I'm the eldest and the shortest of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a, an artist. I, I make greeting cards and sell them on Etsy. And I'm also an old crotchety barista <laughs> from San Diego, California. Nice. Now residing in Long Beach. And I'm Natalie Gordon. The youngest of the two. <laughs> um, I'm born and raised in Long Beach. Long Beach native. What up? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I work at a college. I don't know. I work in financial aid. She works at Chapman University. Okay. It's a private institution. It's wow. Whatever. Screw it. Orange County Beals. Yeah. How did you, how did you guys... Well, you kind of slightly gave us a story, I guess. How did you guys meet besides? Well, originally on Tinder. Yeah, okay. good old-fashioned Tinder. Yeah. How weird is... Old-fashioned <laughs> Tinder. But here's the thing. How weird is it that that's a normal yeah, that's to a us normal, now, you yeah. know? That's not oh, like... Girl. It was I'm, weird. It was, yeah. I'm old enough to remember when, like, Match.com was, like, a new thing and how, like... Your harmony. There was barely any, any people on it, and it was, like, really sketchy, and we were all learning about, like, don't talk to strangers, blah, blah, blah. I did, and I was very irresponsible. Responsible you know, or irresponsible? Or didn't have a sugar daddy or anything. <laughs> Fast forward to today, and now every kind of social media to attract a mate and so it just seemed like a okay. natural thing to do also lesbians i'm sorry they are notorious hermits and it's really hard to meet people it's true if you're a don't say sorry for that lady homo <laughs> <laughs> like myself oh that's funny though that's funny so how has your guys's pandemic been going it's <laughs> weird as i'm sure it's weird for everyone we both still have our jobs Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. She works at the university, so she's just working from home. Yeah. Little like five. Yeah. Uh, sitting on her chair. I listen to basically so because I work in financial aid and because so many people are being affected right. uh, with their income and things and their work and everything. Uh, where I basically all day I'm talking to families about appealing their financial aid. And so just like constantly hearing about like their crappy situation all day. There are a lot of well, that's not depressing. <laughs> like, I can't afford my yacht anymore. Give me money. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> so that's very cool. Uh, and then I work in a coffee shop. So I just have to deal with 
people from afar. How has that been for you? Because I know it's been hard on Carla recently, like just dealing with. I mean, there's pros and cons. The pros are that I don't have to deal with people face to face generally. Oh, nice. Because okay. I'm very ADD, where I can do multiple things at once. But if it involves talking, I just like shut down, or I don't. I, I can't can't do everything I want to do. And and yeah, sometimes I'm not the friendliest person to people just doing a business and want to clean or make drinks. So like not having customers in my face is super nice because I could just crank out yeah. like all these drinks and stuff. I feel like I'm on top of everything. It's just nice. I can blast my music. I can. Ju- I just feel like I have a little bit of breathing room. Right. Except for weekends. When it gets crazy, like I know that people on the outside don't understand what it's like for people in the service industry. Like it feels weird to say that I'm essential. I don't feel like I'm essential, but apparently I'm, I am. I guess people need their coffee. It, yeah. They do, but they don't always like respect like right. the fact that like I'm risking my health just to drive out to work and you know make you coffee. And when people like waltz in, like they can just order like they used to with like cash and not wearing a mask, or they like have little picnics out in the parking lot. It's they're they're not keeping like social distance. They're not and respecting it. It's frustrating because I just want to like go out and yell at them, but it's like you know what? They're just they're gonna keep doing what they're doing, and there's nothing I can do about yeah. it. I can just right. be safe in my little shop and just scowl at them. Yeah, six feet away. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's definitely frustrating because there's no almost everybody that I have told to like you need to step out, you need to go get a mask or. You need to follow the indicators on the floor, or if you can order online, people take it like I'm being passive aggressive. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be rude to you. I'm not trying to kick you out. I'm not trying to be a bitch. Okay, maybe I am, but I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just me trying to be safe for you, just in case yeah. I am a carrier, or yeah. you being like, or me being safe for myself. You know, like it goes the same way like but people aren't respecting that people are still living their day-to-day life and yeah like if nothing's going on yeah which is like mind-blowing to me i know it doesn't I'm, make sense like it's just it counterintuitive was... no go ahead that's all i was gonna say that it was counterintuitive to well i mean even though like normally i feel like i would get in trouble for being like snippy at, at certain people i you have to think about the fact that like this is literally a virus that there's no cure for it's literally killing people like mm-hmm. we have every right to be like you know what you're gonna need to come back in when you're wearing a mask right. or you need to please you know step back six feet like yeah. we all need to be protecting each other <clears throat> and especially with like the rules becoming more lax as as the weeks go on like it's i i feel like it's gonna get a little scarier there's gonna be people who just want to act like everything's back to normal when it's not going to be back to normal for a very long time. Right. Yeah. Like all need to just like be in this together, respect each other, like keep each other clean, keep each other safe. And like, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I, I've been also like, I've also been taking in like a different perspective of that. I honestly don't want it to go back to normal. I want it to get into where we go we step out of this pandemic and we're in a much better place. Right, that we improve on what we already failed at. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, 
I don't, if we go back to normal, then that's just going back into our comfort zone. That's just going back into comfortability. Yeah. And yeah. Like I'm so unprepared for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at half of the places we're able to actually see now mm -hmm. due to like not as much pollution or like human interaction. <laughs> Like, I don't want to go back to the place where we couldn't even look at the stars, you know? No. Like, or at yeah. least the mountains that we have surrounding at least where we live. It's mountain. Oh, it's mountain. <laughs> I am not from Utah. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I think the craziest thing on, like, a, a smaller level is, like, weeks ago, Natalie and I just were driving up just around L.A. Mm. and Malibu, and the fact that you could see the Hollywood sign like so clearly yeah. and yeah. everything was just like so crisp and like almost blinding in a way because it was sunny it it's something that I think that most of us like take for granted I mean my mom talks about like how back when she was younger like LA was just super gross and brown like the uh, smog laws were like way way more lax and it was gross and she's like you guys just don't know what it's like and it's much better now but now seeing you know fewer cars like not as much traffic, like, it's so nice, like, yeah. it doesn't take me any time at all to get to work, like, I feel like I can breathe fresher air, like, I, we took a lot of things for granted, I think. Yeah. It's almost, it's, like, picture perfect, like, for, like, what you see in movies, how you can yeah. see California being so nice now. Yeah. I definitely miss going to the beach, though, and... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I want to, like, sit in the sand and, like... I don't know, just sit there and soak in the sun and mm -hmm. hang out with friends. I know, I miss friends. You know, like, I was reading this post on, I think it's like Latinx therapy, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And it talked about how doing the Zoom, doing the face FaceTiming, doing a lot of this, like, virtual, like, hangouts, in a sense, is it? it's making us hurt more mentally because we're talking virtually but it's also like tricking our brain you know it's tricking our brain that like they're there but they're not really there yeah mm -hmm. and so then it's making us fall into like this sense of depression or a sense of like loneliness or there's so many things like because you mean, know what the real thing is now. yeah you know and so it's like not being able to like be hanging out at your guys's house petting your cat and like <laughs> passing like the blunt around or i don't know you know whatever it is. <laughs> like it's, this is fun, like, I really am enjoying this, but it's a lot funner, like, being there, you know, being in the in the moment about things, you know? It's the environment, you know? It's not the same as, like, you're being in your house, and you're looking at a screen, you can do that on your phone, you know, whatever, but mm -hmm. being with people, you know, people need people. Yeah. As much as they don't want to admit it, like, people do need people. Yeah. You need people. Nah, there was more people <laughs> than that. That means I can't get ounces of weed. Are you saying you don't need me? I do. That's all you care about. I was like, you need me. All though? he, all all he right. cares about is the weed and not me. <laughs> not me. Gas prices are Dwayne, cheaper. It's only mm -hmm. 420 Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. He's alright. He's lit and I ain't. <laughs> 420 about to start tomorrow. It's 420 Eve. No. Eve. It's 420 like, yeah. all month. Yeah, oh. yeah, homie. <laughs> oh damn. Eight up. See, that mean, see, because too many people doing four twenty, the weed price is gonna go up. Yeah, this see? this went up by the way because of the quarantine. This went up. $2. It's been low, and I've been able to smoke more than ever. Two dollars. So it used to be four dollars, and now it's six dollars. Now it's six dollars. It went up three dollars. 
I want to go there. I, I was telling her about our weed swap. Oh, the trap house? The, see, the yeah. trap house. <laughs> and it's my spot. Yeah, I remember I remember the first time I went there with Kayla. <laughs> we, we couldn't find the place, right? And we're just like, all right, how do we do this? And we finally found it. And we're like, I don't know where to park. Like, this place looks sketchy. Because there was, like, a bunch of cars lined up in front of this house that's, like, dark. Mm-hmm. Or building that's, like, dark. And there was, like, women going up to cars. Oh, my God. And I was just like, uh-uh, I don't want to go in there and get pimped or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. And so we're like, Kayla, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's see what, what comes out, you know. And we parked. After, like, driving around the block for, like, ten times, they probably thought we were cops or something. Mm. And we finally parked in front. Weed. <laughs> we get down. We go inside. We're like... And it was funny because Kayla was going to pay for it. And Kayla only had quarters. Shut up. <laughs> they don't accept quarters. She's like... <laughs> She takes out like nickels. $10 in quarters. Wow. <laughs> like, come on, one of you has no. to do laundry, Sarah. <laughs> See, that's how they, that's how they know that's you guys funny. are funny. Like decisions, uh, like laundry, <laughs> weed. <laughs> yeah. So the lady's like, oh, I can only take up to $2 in quarters. And our total was like $10. We're like, get shit. The, get the fuck out with your quarters. <laughs> so we, we had to step out. Go to the liquor store that's right next to it. It's not even a liquor store. It's like a house with people selling stuff in there. And I'm like, <laughs> and I tell the guy, I'm like, and I had it's to a act. a liquor place, babe, not a store. I it's a liquor place. <laughs> and so I had to like act all tough and I'm like, hey, can I get some change? <laughs> <laughs> My voice changes entirely. Y'all, let me get some change, dog. Y'all, let me you okay, get some change. You had to lean yeah. to it. I'm like leaning right, like like you can see me right now. Like, hey, and I'm like my hands over my fist. I'm like, hey y'all, can I get some change? I. Then you're all thanks. Have a great day. But yeah, he was nice enough though to give us some change. And Kayla is ditzy as fuck, right? She's like. Thank you. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man. And then that girl en- ended up eating like half of the edible and it was like 100 milligrams. Oh, sure. Yeah. She was tripping for like four days straight. Yep, <laughs> she lost a full day. Oh, oh my God. God. Have you ever watched that Drunk History? No. Never? I've seen no. it in Spanish. It's, so it's, it's in Spanish. Have you seen it? There's a Spanish version, yeah. Hmm. yeah. <gasps> what? Yeah. Okay, so it's like comedians or whatever, and they get like wasted, and they're telling like some piece of history or something that they learned about. Yep. But there's there's a couple, <laughs> one about Coca Cola, where the the comedian had a, her dog, and her dog kept barking, and so they recreate what they're saying with like actual actors and stuff. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Oh, that's cool. So when the dog was barking, like one of the characters was like barking too, and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> It was hilarious. I loved it. Uh, I loved it. Is that on Netflix? Is it... No, it's on Comedy oh, Central. It's on Hulu. Oh, on Hulu? Okay. Oh, it's on Hulu now? Oh, yeah, it's on Hulu now. It's great. There's a couple stupid ones, but a couple, there's a couple classics. Okay, we'll have to watch it. We'll have to watch it. Um, it makes me want to like get wasted and like learn about something and then like tell people about it. I think <laughs> I'd be really good at that. 
Natalie, you already do that kind of shit. <laughs> You were telling (laughs) You were telling Dwayne about platypus on New Year's Eve. That's right. That's right. I don't even know where that came up. Dwayne Dwayne talked about platypus. Dwayne talked about a platypus for like a week straight after that. (laughs) Yeah, because that shit's crazy. We we went to the San Diego Zoo um, months ago and they had a platypus there, but we didn't get to see it. Oh, yeah. Never seen a live one. And oh man, I remember when was it? This was before the whole pandemic thing. When mm-hmm. I went over to your house and I like <laughs> Natalie got me faded. <laughs> oh my god. And I sat there for like two hours and all I could see was just like you were talking and I was seeing you evolve. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Natalie's like evolving into something. <laughs> Didn't you say I was like getting taller? Yeah! You were getting taller and longer and I was like, whoa. I'm back too. I'm never getting taller. <laughs> How much did you smoke? Okay, here's the thing. I didn't smoke that much. I just smoked and I coughed really, really hard. Like, I was dying. Yeah, she had that yeah. Neurona, she had that neurona kush. <laughs> Baby stoner over here. I know. I'm yeah. a t- I'm a terrible stoner over here. Was that the Was that the day that you brought like those mint Klondike bar? No, that was that was okay. a while ago. Dude, those are so good. Yeah, those are really good. What's up? The mint. No wait, I did. I did bring those. <clears throat> yeah, that yeah. was the time. Mm-hmm. No, you did bring plain hot Cheetos. <laughs> I didn't know you guys like hot Cheetos. I like the con limon. Con limon? Okay, okay. You gotta have con limon. There's a couple people I know that don't like cachitos. I know, and I don't talk to them. And I disown them. I don't know what makes them so good. You know what I haven't had in a while? The fries. I I don't like the fries. I like the fries. I like the fries if I'm, like, desperate. (laughs) (laughs) There's those times where you want the fries, though. It's not like, oh, yeah, Yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. Every now and then. I think right now and then I really want them to get stuck in my teeth. Ew. I think I'm traumatized because I had a friend in high school who would bring these, like, fries that were, like, shrimp flavored. And they were, the, all I smelled all day was, like, shrimp. Shrimp flavored? That sounds... Anything... Yeah, you can get any an Asian kind of market. fake, like, puffy fry, I just it's automatically really think of that weird shrimp. I like oh, shrimp. Man. I they love shrimp. shrimp skin and they fry it. Mm. Mm. No. I don't know if I Not can do that. weird fries. They stink. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. They're like curly. They're like twisted. Hmm. Mm-mm. It does sound twisted. So get it twisted. Yeah. Um. So not not. How do I how do I like know which ones? How do I? Well, no. Ask the question. Well, no, yeah. No. Ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, um, one older Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Oh god. Um. Okay. How was it? Okay. What is your guys' ethnicity? Um. We're both Hazies. Okay. My dad is Mexican. My mom is whiter than the snows of Kilimanjaro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to explain it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you see my mom, she just, like, forget. When I grew up, like, everyone just, just, I don't know why, but they assumed that my mom was the brown one. And then they meet my mom, and she's just, like, freaking white and freckled. And they're like, 
whoa, you look like you're adopted. <laughs> no, I look like my dad. Okay, okay. And you, Natalie? I'm I'm white, but my mom is uh, Mexican, and okay. my dad is white, white. Okay. Well, they're the opposite. Too. Yeah. But this is weird. This is going to sound weird. So Natalie's last name is Gordon, which is Scottish. Okay. But... According to our Ancestry.com, I'm technically way more Scottish than she is. Whoa. Huh. I think during... I, I think that day that, Natalie, that you got me faded, I think you got talking about your ancestry, and then you went on a rant about, like, I don't know, you started even showing me your app on it or something. <laughs> Wait, probably. I feel like, who was she talking about? Me? I feel like I go on rants. Her? Yeah. Was yeah. She going? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I, I do remember that. Every now and then, little bits and pieces come back that I, like, faded away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's interesting to see, like, your your DNA, supposedly, like, on this computer screen and, like, what you're made up of, which a lot of it, like, makes sense to me. But, like, the way I look and the way I feel is, like, it just... It's weird to associate that with like your genetic material yeah. on, on a in a pie chart. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's really interesting. Uh, what I like about ancestry.com, I don't know what the 23andme is, but with ancestry they give you so much historical background, mm-hmm. which I think is what really gives you the understanding like me like I and this is like more recent that like I identify this way, but I'm white. Like <laughs> I know I am a white person. Okay. Even though like growing up I had a very like Mexican culture okay. and like traditions that I grew up with, but how I am perceived and how I experience the world is very much a white experience. Okay. Would you, how would you say that that affected the way you grew up in Long Beach? Um, or like you were saying, you know, know, you, you grew up with like very Mexican traditions, like. So, well, okay. So I grew up with my dad mostly and he's white, but when I was with my mom and like my grandma, the only like older people that I was around was my grandma and she was like our babysitter and everything. Right. So she's second generation Mexican. So, you know, she would cook all the Mexican foods and she was always at church and she had her tambourine and she went to these little churches that were in houses and was very, is very um, religious and would read the Bible and like, all those experiences, like the smell of tortilla flour, um, tortillas, corn tortillas, uh-huh. remind me of my grandma. Like that's my grandma's smell. <laughs> I'm flour tortillas. <laughs> so having like all of those experiences, and then growing up in in Long Beach, but like growing up in in more of like a white house. It, it was definitely like um, like a disconnect where like that's growing up I always wanted to identify as oh I'm Mexican because people would see me and they wouldn't see that part of me but it's yeah. like no like I 
like if I if I had like Mexican friends and stuff like that and I was trying to relate to them like oh yeah like I, I eat those foods too or like oh I know exactly what you're talking about when they're making jokes or uh-huh. um using slang words mm-hmm. and trying to relate to them I always felt like oh no I, I want to show you that that I'm a part of that culture too yeah even though I wasn't really experiencing the same kind of life as they were yeah going through life with the same kind of perception and and people's perception of me yeah Mm -hmm. do you feel like there was points that you didn't like you didn't feel like you fit in because of that because you had i don't i don't know like like a self-identity yeah because i know i personally went through like a self-identity crisis due to my environment so i mean did you feel like you went through that in a sense not really for me because I I think it's interesting like I think my mom definitely went through like a, a time period where she didn't like being Mexican and wouldn't speak Spanish and then for me and by the time I was growing up she like was having her like coming back to her roots kind of thing okay so she was like celebrating it more and even though, like, I didn't speak Spanish, like, she was celebrating it and, and educating me, so I still felt that connection. Um, but I feel like I feel like Natalie's experience is, like, much more of that, where, like, when I met her, she didn't identify as a Latina. Uh-huh. This was, like, the first week that we met. We, like, were talking oh, at my place. Her first fight. <laughs> <laughs> fight. But I was talking about how I'm a Latina, and I just, like, assumed that she was going to identify as a Latina as well, and she didn't. She said, specifically, because I remember everything, she said she identifies as Mexican, and I was like, I don't identify as Mexican, and she was like, what? And I was like, I don't feel like, because I I do have, like, my, my Mexican family in Mexico, but I was so... I would visit them, but I was distant from them because my dad thought that he was just going to do this whole immersion thing where we wouldn't learn in Spanish at home with my mom, but we would go to Mexico and just magically learn it while we were in Tijuana for a day. <laughs> Not work. So it was just like I had cousins, but then sometimes I, I wouldn't know if they were my cousin or, or my neighbor or whatever. And it, I mean, I had a different experience r- relating to them. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, oh, so... I feel like when, because I look more brown, I have brown eyes and and brown hair when I'm not bleaching it. Um, When I grew up, like, when I would say, like, I like burritos or I like my mom's, you know, cooking because she cooks, like, Spanish rice and chicken, like, people automatically assumed that it was, like, oh, because you're Mexican and you're brown mom. It was, like, no, my mom's super white. She just lived in Mexico for eight years and learned it from my grandma. Yeah. And you're just assuming things. And I'm I'm not Mexican because I wasn't born there. And, but I always assumed that when they would say that I'm Mexican, it was in a negative way. So I never wanted to, I didn't want to be a lazy Mexican. I I didn't want, I didn't want any of those stereotypes. I didn't want people to think that of me. So I like rejected and I I think I wanted to be like, Hmm. it it sucks to think about that, but that I wanted to be white, like all my freaking friends, because it just seemed like nobody ever stereotyped them. Yeah. And when I met Natalie and she embraced her, you know, Latinx heritage and her culture, and she grew up with those little things and was able to embrace them, I realized, like, I had little bits of those things, but I didn't, I didn't want to, and so meeting her and, like, realizing, like, it's okay, and, like, 
you know, F people that are going to stereotype me because I'm not that. I can be all of the great things about my Latinx heritage, all the things that I think are amazing. Like, I love my grandma's cooking. Like, I remember every time I went to go visit my aunt and my mom had told me that my aunt and my grandma were, like, the best tortilla makers in town or something. <laughs> I so love I that. My grandma, like, making tortillas in front of me. I had no idea what she was saying, and but she was always so loving, and I just remember the smell, and I remember like one specific memory where I like bit holes in the tortilla and I put it on my face and <laughs> my, my grandma was just like laughing and it was just like all these old memories. It was like, no, I should be embracing those things. I shouldn't be thinking about other people's judgment because mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with them. This is everything <clears throat> like who I am and who my, my family. So it's taken me a long time to get to that point. And it, it sucks that I felt that way for so much of my life, but yeah, I'll get for being a mixed baby over here. <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm, I'm going to marry this person that is that has helped me see the light and yeah. see the, embrace my, my Chicana heritage. Yeah. Yeah. So you're... Okay, so, Natalie, you're like a third generation Latina, Latinx, right? And then, Natalie, you're like... Yes. Sorry. A I, second, yeah. a second generation yeah, right. I don't know what that would mean because my dad is Mexican and he um, got uh, your second, yeah, second generation, yeah. Yeah, so you're second generation. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, that's crazy though. Like, I think that it's very common that a lot of people set these stereotypes, you know? Like, I remember even when I was little, um, growing up in Utah, people would be like, oh, you're Mexican. And they would say it in such a negative tone. And it's like, but then it also brought a negative perspective that I had towards Mexicans. Yeah. You know, like, no, I ain't Mexican. Like, I'm Guatemalan and Salvadorian. Like, no, like, I was born here. And, like, growing up, it was a very, like, naive and, like, ignorant ways that I would resp- respond. And it would turn into, like, either me fighting somebody or me cussing somebody out because I, I hated getting called Mexican. And, but now it's like as a grown up, and it's like I think about it like Mexicans are just as beautiful as Salvadorians, Guatemalans, you know, and like all Latinx communities. So it's definitely like I think overcoming that is a very hard thing. But when you finally overcome it, you're like, hell yeah, I'm fucking Mexican, or hell yeah, I'm Salvadorian, or I'm Latina, Mm -hmm. Latinx, Latino, whatever you want to claim as, right? And I, I feel like now as an adult, I, I am very, like, very, like, proud to be a Latinx, right. you know. I had a, such a weird upbringing when it came to this because because of my name. My name is Salvador. So people didn't automatically assume I was Mexican. They did until they learned my name. Then for some reason that changed. We're like, oh, so you're Salvadorian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because of my name? It's like, yeah, your name. That's, That's how it works, okay? You're El Salvadorian. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's how it works, okay? Yeah. And I always thought that was weird. I was like, is this how people feel? Like, yeah. <laughs> the uneducated masses, yes, unfortunately. I feel it, though, for me, too. Like, there was, <laughs> here, here I am, just always acknowledging my whiteness. <laughs> but it's, it's true, though, because when, you know, I can sit here and say that I was so proud to be Mexican and to to identify in that way but also I have white skin and blue eyes like I I know that not people on the street aren't gonna 
look at me and be like, oh, you're Mexican. They're, they'll sit, when they find out that I'm Mexican, it's like, oh, you're Mexican, but you have colored eyes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's, it, it's interesting though, because like hearing Natalie and then Carla, you guys talking about, you know, your identity and how yeah. you became to, you came to a place to identify in that way and, and see it in a positive way, but also you both do have darker skin yeah. and part of my identity and, and having that pride came from the fact that my grandma would like constantly applaud the fact that my skin was light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's where a lot of it came from was like, Oh, well, just be glad you're not like the dark one. Oh, I, I remember that in, in high school. So, I mean, it, just like you said, Carla, about people assuming that you're Mexican, so there's this negative connotation for people who are darker skin, who are brown hair, brown eyes, if they're, like, shorter or whatever. Like, so if I imagine, like, if I was going to be, you know, called Mexican, like, I didn't want to be, like, the stereotype of a Mexican, which is more of the, like, Native American, Native yeah. South American Mexican. Like, it's it, it, weird to think that way. Like, in high school, one kid who I hated called me Natalie Oaxaca first because he couldn't pronounce my last name and second because the Oaxacans were like short, you know, angry little natives or whatever. And that was just what he associated with me. Joke's and I on him. To that and <laughs> it's so shitty because I shouldn't be offended by that. Like it's a whole different group of people. They have their own culture. They have their own, you know, beautiful things about them. And like, why, why do I automatically assume that it's negative? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you see like the telenovelas and stuff and they're all like those, you know, Spanish blonde, you know, light skin, yeah. blue eyed, <clears throat> you know, Mexicans and people are like, Oh, Mexicans look like that. It's like, no, those are just more of the, the lighter skin ones, more of the ones that are more Spanish. It was like, even on TV, you know, you're just seeing the, the racism and, you know, the oh, negativity yeah. towards anybody who's, like, dark skin or, yeah. or dark eyed. And I, like, just seeing this build up in my life of, like, oh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like yeah. this. I, I hope I'm not like that. And I hate that, that I felt like I had to pick and choose, like, what I want to be associated with instead of just being, like, I'm brown. I yeah. get tan. I My my skin doesn't wrinkle like you people. Well, and that's, and that's the beautiful, the beautiful thing about it. Like, um, okay. Not the beautiful thing. So there's, when we were in Guatemala, when we were just like on a long drive, there was like a bunch of billboards one after another. And it was a bunch of these billboards, the models, the whatever they were promoting, whatever. It was a lot of light skinned people and skinny, tall. And I'm like, first of all, Guatemalans are mainly dark skinned. Um, and then second of all, we're like below five feet. So I don't know where that bitch is getting her height. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'm Guatemalan. You are, but you're, uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Doinism. Yeah. You're, you're an, I am Guatemalan. You're an unusual species that I have found. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, call me a species? Yeah. Damn. Okay. So he's not even human. Exactly. He's not. He's, he's from very, out of this world. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> but it's it's interesting though, right? Like we we live here in America and we think, man, racism is such a big thing here in America, and and it is. It really is a strong thing that still lives racism in every aspect. 
Right. But then also, like, racism is also in our own country. Like, Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, what, like, all these other countries, you know. Because it's, you know, there's um, those that, and I've, I've said this story many times. Celia Cruz. Celia Cruz is a yeah. Cuban. A Cuban, I believe she's Cuban. Yeah. She's Cuban. Yeah, Azuka. Um, she's a very like she was very dark skin, right? And yeah, so her family, there's actually a documentary on her on Netflix, I believe. So I really highly recommend watching it. Yeah, but um, the story starts up with his their family. Really, it's on Hulu actually. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, Hulu. Um, but the family wanted her older sister, or I think it was a younger sister that was lighter skin, to be the main artist of the of the family. They were paying for her like classes and all everything to like promote her and to get her up into like the entertainment business but at the end of the day the one that made it big was Celia Cruz yeah. you know so it's just like they were they didn't want Celia Cruz to be the main picture of the family because she was dark skin mm. she was frowned upon because of her dark skin and but now it's like she's one of the biggest artists in Latin Latinx like community you know mm. and it's to me racism is a thing very strong here in America but it's everywhere yeah. It's everywhere. It's like, I mean, my sister, even like Melanie, like I know they grew up thinking, oh, I hate being dark skin, you know? And yeah. to me, it's like, man, I love being dark skin. If I can yeah. get as burnt as possible, let's do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like in Utah, I used to go tanning, tanning beds, okay? It was like, because the winter would make my skin oh, color God. fade away. <laughs> it was bad. Um <laughs> I lived in Alaska for a year, and I lost my tan completely. I didn't know that this was possible. Yeah. I went to visit my best friend. She, who is a white girl, she's Blanca Nina, she <laughs> was darker than me, and wow. it made me so depressed. I was like, my white best friend has more of a tan than I do. This is not right. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I look like I was my skin was translucent. It was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So my tan. I think finally getting to a point in our life where it's like I love our dark skin, or like you embrace it. It takes you to like a higher level of like self confidence. I think. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is like a weird like uh, comparison, but the way we've been talking, I feel like it's like when I came out of the closet, like. I felt like this whole new part of me that I can embrace and, and cherish and, and be able to like be proud of. And mm-hmm. I feel like embracing my Latinx heritage is, is like, I'm doing that all over again. Like, yeah. I feel like I get to look at things in a different way. I get to embrace them. I get to meet new people and be like, yeah, like we're all super fucking special. Like it's yeah. great. I feel so blessed. Like my dad is a D bag, but like, I love my my tan skin. I love my tan family. It's it's they're magical. They're wonderful. I yeah. love it. Yeah, being able to embrace it. and Long Beach is such a diverse area to be able yeah. to like embrace every part that's different about yourself. Yeah. You know, whether it's that's diverse it is. Yeah. Being a different culture, being a uh whatever it is, you know, there's just so much to like Long Beach itself. And I think <laughs> it's such a like liberal, diverse like city that but yet, sometimes I think, man, Long Beach can be so fucking judgmental compared to, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, it really is. But, but it's, we just got to keep staying strong and like what we stand for, whether it's our culture, our, as simple as like pronouns, you know, not simple, simple, but like, you know, a lot of, like, to me, that was a new thing. Like, what mm-hmm. is, why am I calling somebody different than what I am? Like, I don't get it. 
you know, because I grew up in a different culture and it's like, or a different environment. And so then, and then try to explain that in Spanish. It is not easy. No, I know. Not easy at all. Like I tried to explain to my dad what they, them, like the pronoun they, them. And, and he, he's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, okay. You know, it's. Yeah, but, but even like certain words are like female or, or mm-hmm. male and. I think that whole thing is is weird. I mean, your whole brain is like set up. Yeah, and like this is a yeah. masculine This is a female casual. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, and I respect it, you know, and I totally respect it, and it's not not necessarily putting it in negatively or anything. It's definitely though, like it was definitely new to me. Yeah, you know, like I like to be open as possible on the podcast, and I always like to tell people like. I'm not against whatever you want to live and whatever you want to claim, whatever you want to, like you do you, you know? Yeah. I, I'm just being open that to me, that is very different. Yeah. You know, like, so coming to Long Beach, I was like, Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talks. And like a lot of consistency of like me saying, sorry. Oh, sorry. Cause it's like, Oh, she'll get this for you or he'll get these for you. And it's like, and then them just saying like, Oh, it's they, them. Or, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know. I definitely feel like Long Beach is the best place to, like, kind of learn, you know, to think about people's pronouns. Because in Orange County, none of that stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm like, I wonder what people think when they see me. But I guess whatever they assume is whatever they assume. Like, it's not like I'm going to correct them or whatever. But in Long Beach, like, I had never met so many, you know, uh, oh, my God. Losing the term. Non-androgynous. Non-binary. Non-binary people. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's challenging because like my brain, the way I've like been raised, I'm like, oh, I don't know what that feels like. I I, I, I don't understand it. Like, like how am I going to say they and them all the time? Like, what if they look more feminine sometimes? And like, it's just, you know, your brain is just set up to be binary from the day you're born. And I'm like, well, I, even though I don't feel like that, you know, just like I'm gay, like I, I, other people probably think the same way. Like they don't, they don't know how I feel. So it's harder for them to be like, oh, yeah, I don't stand this. And therefore I, it can only be the way that I've, I've been raised. Yeah. But it's, it's great. Like feeling that there's, you know, a broader like spectrum out there and that people can, you know, fit in their own. Yeah. Like, I don't want to call it a category. Like. Because I can relate it to the fact that I'm biracial. Like, I I hate when I get asked, like, what what are you? What is your ethnicity? Because it's like I'm not one or the other. I'm like a mix. As I like asked that at the beginning. (laughs) Sorry. Like either I'd rather have the because I I hate the word Hispanic. I honestly hate it because I know that it came from like the Reagan administration. Like I just yeah. I hate that word. I think it's an ugly word. I wish there was like a better, I mean, I, I prefer it's like, if, if I had to check a box, there's like a Latinx box. Like I would check that every single time. But when it's like white or Hispanic, it's like, Ugh. like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. what, what is this, this weird you know, little white it's funny. It's funny. Cause it's like category that you've developed <laughs> for, for all of us. Yeah. The same. It's funny. Cause like, I don't think it really affected me till I moved out here. Like I didn't really pay attention to those things and those labels as much. Um, but I have never, I have not ran into the situation up until like early as early on this week when I applied for the, 
the Angelina card, whatever that mm-hmm. LA County is, mm-hmm. is providing for everybody that qualifies. And if you go through the questionnaire, it says, what race? It asks, what race are you? And it says... Race are you? Yeah. And it Whoa. says Latin, American, no, American Indian, American Indian, white, um, African American. And then there was like one more. And that was it. There was not Latin X. There was not Latina. There was not Latino. There wasn't Hispanic. Not even Hispanic was on there. And I was just like, what? hmm, all right. And but then there was an option that said I prefer not to answer, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, I ain't prefer to yeah. answer. <laughs> fuck y'all, questionnaire. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting, and I'm like, what? Why? That was the first time I have ever ran into like I don't even know how to answer this. Yeah. Like, Los Angeles is a white name, right? <sighs> I don't yeah. know. No, it's just it's so hard to determine what. Let's say just with the the example of Mexican. Uh, no one really knows what Mexican is. Because mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not an actual, like, genealogy. It's like a mixture yeah. of so many different European colonies coming to colonize the Native Americans that were here. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So it's, just, it's crazy to think that, like, you know, like, Mexicans of that time, like, the indigenous people, like, they weren't Mexicans. They were just different tribes. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. Mexican became the thing when, like, the Spaniards came in and other smaller groups of Europeans came. It's, it's weird to think that these people have not been around for that long. Like, who I come from is, like, so vastly different than what I really thought it was, you know? As yeah. a kid, I just knew that, like, both of my both of my parents are Mexican. They're both from the same pueblo. Like, they, they grew up knowing each other. And it's like, that's all I knew. I, mm-hmm. wasn't, I didn't even consider myself American until I more about like the the terminology of like how things are classified but recently i learned more about like multiculturalism and like the different viewpoints of that and it pretty much shows it's like you don't have to classify yourself as an ethnicity that doesn't have to be your identity you know yeah whereas like your identity is like who you think you are Mm -hmm. tampoco you're not going to be saying that like i'm kenyan and shit when like Mm -hmm. your family you have no idea if like your family is like from there it's like if you want to actually get into like specifics, you should learn more about yourself and your lineage. But it's like you don't have to let your ethnicity, I guess, define you. From what I is what I got from that, which was cool. You know, it was like a, it was like refreshing to see that. You know. Yeah. Which was, which think, was really nice. I think that's what I like from the Ancestry.com is mm. is getting like a more like fleshed out look of of like what I am because right. I've been asked my whole life like what are you. And even when I looked at it, it, it didn't answer the question of like, you know, if I saw a bunch of check boxes, like which one I would pick, but it's like, I wish I could just put this little pie chart, like, no, I'm all of these things, right. I'm all of this history, all mixed together. Cause even when I saw like, you know, my family in Mexico is from uh, the Baja California region. And then I have native American in me and it's like, even that, even that itself, it's, it's kind of biracial in its in yeah. its own little way and exactly, yeah. it's so like multifaceted that it, it's just so difficult to be like I'm one box that I can check it's, it's just impossible so yeah if it says prefer not to answer you're damn right yeah yeah I think our 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 nation is moving or I guess our Latinx community in overall is I think 
moving in a revolutionary revolutionary moment, you know, where yeah. I feel like we're all beginning to really be proud of who we are, really where our parents came from, you know, and and what we grew up into, whether it's like Mexican traditions, uh, Latin traditions, um, whatever it is. And I think as our as times are moving, I feel like we're becoming more and more proud of those things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't see a lot of people dealing with, at least not as many as the ones that I've like interacted with, but I don't see a lot of people dealing with what I dealt with when I was younger, where it's like I embraced more of like the Spanish roots you know, that my dad had, you know, because my dad would always tell me like, oh, your last, our last name comes from like Spanish, the Spaniards, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Spaniard, like, no, you're Mexican, I'm like, nah, bitch, I'm Spaniard, but now it's like, I think about it, and like, my whole brain has like evolved, like, those motherfuckers raped some of my ancestors, and then that's where we came from, like, fuck, like, fuck the Spaniards, (laughs) which is like, as a little kid, though, it's like, I thought, yeah, I do have some white in me, so, you know what like that's what I'm gonna embrace but it's like now you start really realizing like where you come from where your roots are from and that's you know I'm gonna give credit to the ones that really like deserve it you know whether it's our mind roots whether it's your Aztec roots you know like that's where you come from yeah you know and those are the empires that got broken up and that disease (laughs) pandemics pandemics yeah (laughs) like I was even thinking about, like, uh, years ago, I, I had a friend from Maryland come visit, and I was thinking about, like, the places in California to, like, take her to, to, like, show her, like, oh, California, and then I, I was like, oh, we have uh, San Juan Capistrano, like, the mission. I was like, do oh, you yeah. ever do, like, a mission, um, you know, project in elementary school? And she's like, what's a mission? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, they're only, oh, I'm like, they're only, I guess they're only in California. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about, like, what? The missions were, and I was like, Ew. yeah, yeah, Not really, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know, that. I didn't know what the missions were until I came here. Really? And then, like, Sal and Melanie told me, like, oh yeah, it's this, and it's actually not that great, like you know, because yeah. it has, like, it has all this background behind. It. I'm like, oh, yeah, it shows a very ugly side of like the church and like Spaniard influence. I still would like to go. A mission? Yeah, I mean, yes. it's like it's weird because it's like part of California history. Right. It, it's special in its own way that, that we're the only ones that, that have these weird things. Like, and I was baptized in a mission. And I remember I went to like Lacoma one time and they had like an exhibition of like all these photos of, of all the missions. And I was like, oh, that's the one I was baptized in. <laughs> but it's not like, I like for funsies. It's like, yeah. I guess it'd be interesting to go there and just kind yeah. of look at this our only like old piece of California, if you think about it, because yeah. if you go to the East Coast, you have buildings that are, you know, two hundred years old. That's old to us. Yeah. And so in California, we don't have anything that's really like old, old, except for those dumb uh, sites. Myth. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would definitely like to go with the mentality I have now. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's yeah. gonna be so exciting to learn about yeah. history. Yeah. Like um, I remember. No. I remember in Utah, I guess the closest thing we get to that is, like, historical temples and pioneer villages that we went on, like, a two-hour drive field trip for it. And I thought it was so cool because I'm like, oh, cool, a field trip, you know? And now I think about it, it's like, 
those motherfucking Mormons had us brown people as like slaves. Like, uh uh-uh. <laughs> you know, and so it's just going back to that. I would love to go back to that though. Mm-hmm. to those little historical places in Utah, but with the mentality and the perspective I have now. It's like, hmm, fake, no. <laughs> you know, but... Well, anything else you guys want to share? Uh, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> really? How much did you drink? I'm out of you beer. You this <laughs> I thought it was just kombucha. It's hard for me to feel lightweight. I'm super lightweight. I've had like three beers already and I'm out. We didn't have any. We don't have no more. We have vodka, but I don't drink vodka. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to have this edible right now. (laughs) I know. Carla, admit it. You've had like three already. It's true. Oh, man. Well. Um, I want to thank you guys. I appreciate you guys being on the episode. And I mean, I we would be doing this talk anyways, you know, just chatting. We all usually yeah, exactly. do this. So. We're just recording it this time. Yeah, that's the <laughs> See, it's not that nerve wracking once you right? get into no, it. No, it's not. Once you said it was like a, kind of a kickback, like we're just shooting shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we try to have that kind of like set up like whenever we do this, you know, because it's, oh, it's awkward. Like, where are you from? Yeah, things like that, you know, where we definitely try to make it as genuine as possible. Right. I think so. But, That's great. Um, I don't have any more questions. Do you have any? No, you were asking really good questions. Yeah. I, just, I like putting in wait, a little wait, Ask her how she come up with the little stickers she'd be making. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Natalie's an artist, dude. Yeah. Where'd she get her inspiration? I love that he's asking you, but we can totally hear him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I smoked a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Featuring Dwayne, the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so that's a question, though. Where do yeah. you get all your inspiration for your art? Uh... Random shit. Random <laughs> stuff. I watch a lot of depressing documentaries and <laughs> things on Netflix. I don't know. It's just yeah. kind of everything around me. My business started basically because I could never find like greeting cards that really like fit what I was looking for when I was like giving it to my mom or my friends. And so I started making cards that were just like my sense of humor. Okay. And so make like stickers or koozies or, or whatever. It's usually whatever I think is funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what it is. And how long yeah. have how long have you been doing this? Oh God. Uh, Nine years. No. Years. Really? Since 2013. So however many numbers that Seven is. Seven years. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's when I started my like Etsy shop. But I've been drawing since I was a little baby pooping my pants. A little thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, though. Um, So you sell your things on Etsy. Where else do you sell your art? On some, I mean, I do sell them in shops around Long Beach, but they are currently not open. (laughs) I mean, not open to like walk in. But if you go to a Songbird boutique, they have like the little window view. You can just like go up to the store and like text them what what you want and then uh fingerprints music and long beach they sell my my greeting cards i don't think they're selling them right now but if you like records i would uh, okay. record mend 
<laughs> Record. <laughs> yeah, she drugged. She drugged. A little bit. Slow. Shout out. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're hoping. We are hoping. Um, this is actually one of our many goals. Well, actually, I think we're pretty like we're pretty organized at our goals that we have set for like. At least the, the organization. Um, one of them obviously being registered as a nonprofit. Um, actually, like put time into it and like let's do it. Yeah. Our marketing on our um, social media and on our website as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And then like the third one, fourth one that we've slightly talked about it. I really want to be able to like provide a platform for people to like if they want to sell their product onto our website right. where they can go and people find it there. You know, and yeah. and I've made that like. Um, connection with like an old friend one of my good friends from utah she makes um i think they're like hoodies but they're so they're not hoodies they're not sweaters because what they are it's literally from like here to like so from your shoulders mm-hmm. to like it's a hoodie but not the, like a hood <gasps> yeah is it hood. the thing that you nap in no <laughs> <laughs> but no but oh. Uh, what it is is pretty much just like the head of a sweater, right? Oh, or a hoodie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. And um so she makes them for skiers and they, they're so convenient oh, because it's like you don't want the double bulk on your sweatsh on your jacket or anything and so they're like cool hoods, I think she calls them. Okay. And uh, I told her, I'm like, hey, like, you're more than welcome to, like, start selling them on our website. And Just know the hood ain't cool, though. It's crazy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, definitely when that time comes, we'll be like, hey, Natalie, you have a platform on, on our site. Ooh, you know, yes. So. I love that. But that's cool, though. Yeah, Dwayne was, I gave him that sticker, the, the tiger sticker. I think you guys have it tatted on you, right? We do. Yeah. yeah. I'm twinsies over here. <laughs> Um, that's my first tattoo. Is it really? Oh no! Yeah. Yes. Wow. first tattoo. Yeah. So now we're back together. Yeah. Oh, nice, uh. nice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I gave him that sticker, and then I gave him like one of the pizza stickers. I think. Was it the pizza? One? I don't know. Oh, big pizza. Yeah, I know. Um, and he's like, "Man, this is really cool stuff." <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but any more questions? Um yeah, or anything you guys want to share? Anything else? Or any questions for us? Um, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good. I mean, I feel like life keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I can't complain, you know, I taking it day by day. Honestly, what else can you do? Yeah. So it's been nice. I'm like eager to like travel i feel like Same. right yeah. but yeah. it's like so hard to even think about i mean i can think about it but like when that day will happen like when that day will mm-hmm. come where you can actually buy a ticket and yeah. like you yeah. know that go you can somewhere go. yeah yeah it's so weird i know it's crazy like i i mean i usually work my ass off because i want to spend money on like traveling Right. But now I'm just working my ass off and I have no reward. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to work for money so I can fund a wedding. I know. Yeah, your wedding and everything. You engaged? I'm engaged, yeah. Me and Melanie oh my engaged. God, I didn't know that. They might have gotten engaged the same time you guys got engaged. 
Which time? Are you so glad you haven't the started time you have you started planning? We've started looking at venues. They're like broken. Okay. We've set, we've we've gone down to ten. Nice. That we're looking at. Nice. But you know how we can't do tours right now? Yeah. And everything, so that's kinda that kinda sucks. But we found some really cool spots. But it's like there's more talking no. that we have to do. Okay, you're ruining his story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to, like in Long Beach in LA, like where at? Uh, there a lot of them are in LA. There's a few that are like in the outskirts of LA. Uh, hmm. where are some other ones? I think she she just saw things that were like nice and pretty. What about? And San I'm like, Pedro? these are in Paso Robles, babe. We're not gonna be driving two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melanie, Melanie's up. Turn up, turn up, turn I didn't up. Know where yeah, she was like, yeah, I just like it. Like, and there's some places that are like in San Diego County, and I'm like, I don't think our what about what about San Pedro? If there's yeah, a big enough that's... a venue there, yeah. Damn, how many people are you inviting? It's because we have big families. Yeah. There's a place that's close by the Korean Friendship Bell that I always dreamed about when I was younger. Right. And. <laughs> I think that place. I'll have to share. Sh- 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 and plus, you want a rustic wedding. Like a Dexter wedding. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I've never been a person. Containers. Is that what it is? Girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've never. See, this is the thing about me. Like, I've never been that person where I'm like, I want a big wedding. Uh, I want like all these many things. Are you paying attention? Oh hello. Yeah, Dwayne, oh, are you paying attention? <laughs> um. Oh, my aunt's coming. Yeah, we're yeah. just we're interviewing some of my friends. Um, but yeah, I've never been that person, right? And it's like, I've always said, all right, let's go to the courthouse, call it good, and then let's just spend the money on traveling, you know? Like, yeah. like that's all I want. But then it's like, every now and then I'm like, oh, like, getting proposed at the Korean Friendship Bell would be beautiful. Like I that, tried to propose to you, but you rejected me. Wasn't this like the fourth date? <laughs> he tried, he tried too high right now. Yeah, he he tried to propose on like the first date jokingly, okay? Jokingly. Second date? date? It was a second date. Second date. And it was. Yeah. Well, it was was funny because it was at the. It was in Long Beach. It was in Long Beach by the lighthouse. Um, Yeah, we were around the lighthouse. I was trying to light up your life, but you turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just like. We're hanging out, we're sitting down, and all of a sudden he bends down, like he kneels down, and this lady behind me is like, oh my god! And I'm like, no, no, no! <laughs> we just met, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. How was your guys' wedding planning going? Yeah, how's that going? It is non-existent. It is not going, okay. <laughs> yeah, very happy we didn't start anything. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. At least they're keeping it 100. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's, do you guys have plans for when it's over, then start planning and... Yeah. Okay. It's going to be small. Okay. Because I'm it's saying... It's going to be cute. It's going to be cute, but it's going to be small. I like that. Yeah. And like definitely under a hundred people, it's probably gonna be around fifty. You don't have that many friends. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to go like I want a tropical like honeymoon, like chill on the Same. beach. 
Belize. Belize. Yes. Yes. That's my number one. That's where I want to go back. Like, I want to go to Belize is where I really want to go. Yeah. Because I did Costa Rica and we went down to Panama, but I was like, I kept hearing about Belize and I was like, all right, I want to go there. Oh, Um, dude. It's it's beautiful. Like, for real. Yeah. So I want to do that. And then... uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to spend a whole month, a whole bunch on our wedding, but I want it to be nice. Okay. And like a a good party. Yeah, yeah like a good intimate. Gotta sure. have the drinks. Gotta have the chill area. Like yeah. I really want to do it at Meet, the place that she works, because she'll rent it for okay. events. And they have like a back. They have an outside, like pretty nice okay. area area. And I've already figured out like. Oh, we have the dance floor in the parking lot up in the front. Oh, and there's the lounge in the back. And go, put like, like a huge canopy, bill. like where. Yes. Yes. That's cool, yes. Yeah. yeah, and the bar will be back there. Yeah, it'll be so good. Well, if you need a bartender, I can be it. Yeah, you know. I'll be a bartender. Carla, yeah. You're trying to be hiding, 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 like so you're not working. <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. That sounds cute, though. Like a good, intimate, little, like, family cozy wedding. Yeah. I think having it at a coffee shop would be perfect, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fitting. It fits, you know. I don't think I... <laughs> I don't think I've seen that happen, though. Like, having a wedding at a coffee shop. That, that'd as be different. As far as we know, yeah. Yeah, as far as we're I know. We're, like, super cool and new age, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're on the... We're on the front lines of yeah. cool. <laughs> or porn hipster, okay? Porn hipster, yes. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you so much for joining Corona. <laughs> for joining. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> Modelo. <laughs> oh, man. You know what we need to do? We need to. We need to play Cards Against Humanity with you guys. Yeah. If, you guys if you guys play it our way, you're going to hate it. <laughs> but you're going to love it at the same time. So you know how you, every black, you you want to get a, as many black cards yeah. as possible, right? Is Melanie allowed to play? Oh, yeah. Melanie is for oh, sure yeah. going to play. So every time you get a black card, you actually have to take a shot. Oh, God. So it's a bittersweet because you're like, you're winning, but at the same time, you don't want to take that shot. <laughs> oh, down. I'm down now. I'm down to play. Okay, okay. Are All you right. Virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah. We could do it with them. I have a whole bunch of cards, by the way. Really? We only have two decks. We have the green deck and the original one? An absurd one. Bro, I have, like, a whole, like, a huge set. And I bought, like, a bunch of, like, extra packs. Like, I got a whole bunch of We should we'll Yes. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. So let's do it. All right. Schedule it. Well, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate thank you. you. Um, Thanks for having us. For sure. For sure. Yeah, you guys are awesome. We'll have to do another That's Zoom fun. cocktail night. Yeah. Just and for yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Another hot <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, um, where can the people find you, you guys? What if you, you want to be found. Instagram, Instagram, the gram at B is for bear. B is for bear. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm hello, Natalie. Hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then we'll make sure to tag you guys up on 
we'll usually post on Mondays mm. and Wednesdays about you guys. And throughout the week, we'll try to post about whether you guys is like, like for example, your art, your work, whatever you guys are doing. Like this um, cool shit you guys do. Yeah, so oh who, who you are. And I love that you think that people think we might be cool. Yeah. Thank I you. think you're cool. I think you're cool. No, we know that you're cool. It's okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you need another hard kombucha. <laughs> Uh, all right guys well love we'll you. let you go thank you very much have a good night all right love you all. love you bye bye bye, bye. 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 well va pues. i don't know